I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Suzanne Doherty. She is a consulting poultry veterinarian from Athens, Alabama. Good to have you here, Suzanne. Thank you, Joe, again for having me. Now, lameness is a big concern, I think, in any uh, food animal agriculture. Um, you've been taking a hard look at it in poultry. What are you finding? Well, as you mentioned, lameness is uh, something that uh, we are always conscious about from an animal welfare standpoint. We want to be sure that we try to give the, the best known animal welfare uh, that we can for our birds. And so lameness is, is still seen from time to time in certain flocks. And so we're looking at ways to potentially determine what is causing lameness and if we can help a customer potentially improve the lameness within certain flocks. Now you're involved with something called the Bone Project. What exactly is yeah, it? Yes, so I'm working with a nutritional company and we are that produces enzymes. Um, and we are looking at uh, basically taking it back to the basics, looking at the very beginning of a chick's life and trying to determine what's normal and what's abnormal and what could potentially be setting these birds up for lameness as they get older. And so what are you finding? Well, we found a lot of different interesting things. Um, we think some of the primary lesions that we're seeing in the, in the last few years that we've been doing um, is young birds, when I say young, under seven days of age, we're seeing tiny microfractures, so very small little breaks within the bone, weak spots potentially in the long bones of the birds. Um, and we're also seeing some inflammation, inflammation very early that would be suggestive of potentially a bacterial insult at some time. Were you surprised by any of these findings? Um, I think we were more surprised by what we did is we looked at normal birds and finding some of these things and what we would call clinically normal birds or birds that have a gait score of what we would call a zero. So when you're seeing them walking around at this age you you, you cannot visually see anything from the outside that would give any indication that in 15, 20, 30 days, that bird could potentially have a lameness issue. Um, so I think the fact that we're seeing this in normal birds, I think, is a little surprising. Is nutrition the ultimate solution for lameness? It's a component. It is not the solution. Everything is not going to be fixed by nutrition. Uh, we also, you know, of course, we think that there's different things that could potentially be causing some of this, whether it be bacterial insult that's coming in at some point during the embryonic or the first week in life. Uh, but there could be potentially, you know, we're looking all the way back at very young rickets as well, rickets as early as two and three days. Uh, is that, how's that coming in? It's not coming in through the broiler feed. Is that potentially coming in from the breeder somehow? So we're still in the early phases of trying to determine where some, how some of these lesions are, are being caused. Is lameness more of a problem in certain types of production systems than others? Uh, as far as what, what we see is we work, uh, predominantly most of the work we have done have been in um, chickens and we've done some work in turkeys and we see similar lesions in both chickens and or chicks and poles. Um, you know everything we work with in the commercial industry is birds raised on the floor. Um, we haven't we've seen different lesions based in different complexes, uh, which is very interesting. We do see differences between companies and complexes with basically very similar management systems. 
Um, you know, we are starting to look more at birds raised without antibiotics and comparing those to birds with raised antibiotics. Are we seeing more bacterial issues in birds raised without antibiotics? Those are some of the things we might venture into looking Any into. environmental considerations with lameness? You know, I think anything, a better environment is also good, for, always good for the bird. So anything that we can do to reduce stress on that bird will definitely potentially help. Um, so a good environment is always, always ideal. Well, as you, uh, as a veterinarian, you certainly know that what's ever going to make the bird comfortable, it'll help it perform even better. Yes, yes, and we're always looking at ways to improve animal welfare, and so this is just another step in that in that direction. To try to learn more, understand more, um, so we can so we can improve the welfare of the bird. Well, it sounds like a great initiative. We've been talking to Suzanne Doherty. She is a poultry veterinary consultant from Athens, Alabama. Thanks again, Suzanne. Thank you.